This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Larry, how we doing tonight, my friend? You got a good pitcher's duel going on yeah. here. See if the Mets can hang on. I got a good, I got a good one, but I, I haven't been able to really get involved in it. I was glued to the Nets. Yeah. I kept waiting for the here 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 was Car the, wrecks the are like that sometimes, it right? Is. You can't look away. <laughs> You're right. And what I thought for sure. And I kept waiting and waiting for them to win the game. I did not think they were going to be swept. Okay, I, I kept waiting for them to win the game. I kept waiting for them to win the game. And then tonight, when Jason Tatum fouls out, Gordon, I'm like, they got it. This is the game. Yep. They're going to move on to Boston. I don't know what happens. Maybe they'll get a little momentum. You know, I thought for sure that they would win when Jason Tatum went out of the game. And Boston tried to give it to them. <laughs> they couldn't score. They were turning the basketball over. Listen. They did not lose this game because of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant played the best game of the series. Despite all the defenses, what they did, he was phenomenal. Missed a couple of shots. Nobody's perfect. But they did not lose this game because of him. And now, the net front office, everybody's got to sit down, ownership, players, and figure out where do they go from here. This is as disappointing, as bad, as inexcusable a sweep in the playoffs that you can have with the talent on this team. You're right. They did not lose this game because of Kevin Durant, but the situation that they are in right now, there's one person. There's one person that's to blame. It's one person that's running the show. Well, two people that are running the show, but one person I think you want to keep for the long haul, and uh, it's time for everybody to kind of look themselves in the mirror, and the first person has to be Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all the things that we thought, and, I, and I, look, I was guilty of it too. They'll get to the playoffs. They'll find the things along the way. They'll figure it out. Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie, when they're engaged, they'll, they'll be better than they've been all season despite all the different signs. I mean, it was, it, it was been screaming at you, the, all the dangers uh, of, of everything that's gone on this year between the coach and the injuries and not playing and this guy's in the lineup and Simmons and all this different stuff. And it all came home to roost. They they were simply not as good a team as the Boston Celtics, and nope. they are a team now three years into this grand experiment when KD and Kyrie came here. It's going to be, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. They've won one playoff series. One. It's not good. It's not good. And now you look at your roster, right? Oof. I mean, what are you going to do? What, I, I know. I have what no are you going to do with this roster? They have two – they have to have two of the most undesirable players – in the league, how anyone could want Kyrie Irving on their team at this point, knowing what they know now. And if that were not bad enough, they've got another one who is a guy who does not want to play. Gordon, what do you do with him? How can you not show up to the game tonight if you're Ben Simmons? Oh, my. When Gordon, they, how could you not be in the building? I, I have no idea, especially when he showed up to game three. And you know what struck me? Uh, about his appearance at Game 3, you always hear, I remember when the Giants won the Super Bowl, when they took down the, the undefeated Patriots, and they said, you know what, we're all showing up in our suits because this is a business trip. It, mm-hmm. was, the, it was like the Patriots' funeral, and everybody was wearing black, but everybody came with a mission in mind. He showed up to that game looking like he was fighting Batman. He looked like a clown, and that is kind of what his career has become now. He just is a clown. He's a guy that does not want to play. And, and he has – I mean, the Nets have screwed themselves over by making the trade that they did for him. How any team 
the only thing the Nets can do with that guy is say, what does Sacramento want to give us? Because he mm-hmm. doesn't want he doesn't want any pressure. He doesn't want to have to deal with anything. Yep. So he has to go someplace like Orlando or or Sacramento where there's never going to be any pressure on him. Uh, and and the Nets have to take back what pennies on the dollar because that guy is I hate to say it, but in terms of a, an, of an NBA player making a max contract, he's worthless. You're right. What are you going to do with him? I mean, you can't move him. Okay, to the score score box we go. Okay, box, the box score. Andrew Drummond played four minutes. I mean, you're getting killed on the boards. Drummond plays four series. minutes. The whole the series. The whole series. Claxton played 23, and unfortunately for him, he gave him some rebounding and some points, but he just couldn't buy a, a free throw tonight. No. He's one of 11. Yep, they, they and, you know, that. I mean, you know, I feel bad. He's a young kid, you know, the first experience, and you could just see the more he went to the free throw line, the worse it got. He wasn't, he wasn't even close on some of these. Okay, you got LaMarcus Aldridge never played. I mean, and they've got what? You know, Griffin played tonight. He didn't score, but he, he was physical. He, he made his presence felt out there. He was a plus 10. Okay? He, he was one of only two players in the plus minus that was a plus. Dracic was the other one. So you've got Griffin. You've got uh, uh, Aldridge. You've got Drummond. You've got Claxton. You've got four centers. Gordon, you don't need four centers. No, they're. I mean, they're they're not put together really the well. The not great. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and the thinking I think is that oh look, we got the two superstars. That it's almost like you get the two superstars, everything else will take care of itself. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> clear, it clearly, clearly that was not the case. Clearly that was not the case, and it was great. You know, Durant was good tonight. Um, probably his best game of the series. He had thirty nine yeah. points. Forty seven uh, minutes. A bunch of, yeah, I mean, he had to play a ton of minutes because yeah. they didn't have a whole lot else. I mean, Kyrie Irving. He was almost as invisible as Ben Simmons. At least he was out there, but he certainly was not aggressive. Um, no, he wasn't. And, and, and didn't do a whole lot. So, to me, if I'm just looking at the Brooklyn Nets from afar, I would say as an organization, you have to figure out, we can't, we've, we've tried the two superstar thing, and it's not worked. We want to work with Kevin Durant, and it almost feels like the organization has to go to him and say, you know what, we want to work with you, but we can't work with Kyrie Irving. I mean, they had three superstars. Yeah. At three. Right. And they turned and that into work. absolutely not. They turned that into a, a bag of magic beans that, uh, that disappeared when it needed. It's unbelievable. I mean, they were, ta- they, they were talking, great, Larry, about mm-hmm. him playing that game against Philadelphia. I know. That was what, March 7th, March 10th, whenever 10th, it March was? 10th. Yeah, March 10th. I mean, March now 10th. what is it, April 26th? And he's still not no available? Sign. I mean, wow. That, that guy no will sign. never play a game for the Nets. No, how could you? Why would you want him? And and look and remember, you traded. Think about this, Gordon. You traded a bunch of young players for this guy. In in essence, because yeah. you traded them for, you know, Harden, and you've traded Harden for him. Ugh. So all that young talent that you had, you've traded that young talent for Ben Simmons. As bad as the Harden deal turned out to be, they somehow made it worse. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's and hard you, to do. And you know what, Gordon? When you look at Harden, you understand why he wanted to leave. Yeah, uh, it's not like he, you know, he's been kind of invisible himself. But mm-hmm. yeah, whatever Philadelphia is getting out of him, it's more than a guy that ne- literally never played. This is ESPN New York tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. 
Oh my God, Larry, this one might be an. This, they should put this in marble outside of the arena. Okay. Here you go. <clears throat> Kyrie says he plans to resign with the Nets. This is um, quote: "When I say I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean." Um, End quote. What about the coach? <laughs> yeah, we're not even we're not even pretending that the coach is still going to be here. So for any illusion that it was not the stars running the show, Kyrie Irving just told you the stars are running the show. There's no question. But we no already question. knew. Yeah, we already knew that. But like now it Thanks is an actual official. print. Yeah. So that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, wow. At least right now, head coach Steve Nash. On the season that was, you know, to to have gone through everything that we went through this year, to have to, you know, say goodbye is uh, is tough because we've 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 fought hard to stay together through uh, all this all this stuff that that happened. And um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm proud of the group. We could have gone our own ways way earlier in the season, and we found a way to weather Kevin's injury and and trade and and. Kyrie not being able to play at home and all that stuff. Uh, you know, we we had a patch of the season where we, you know, basically dropped uh, to the bottom of the playoff picture in tenth. So, you know, with Kevin's absence, so just being able to stay together and stick around and give ourselves a chance. And and although we lost 4-0, uh, you know, our guys battled and and we were unlucky not to win game one. And then uh, the rest of the series is basically four point game. So, uh, proud of them. You know, we, we grew a lot. We're just not able to see it at this moment in time. Gordon, we'll hear from Kyrie in a minute. I got a question for you. How different in, is this series if the Nets win game one? Does it go this? Obviously, they won't be swept, but does it? Does Did they lose this series in game I just one? Think, I, I, I just think Boston's just a better team. And, like, the, the longer the series went, Boston would still be able to, um, you know, uh, attack weaknesses of the Brooklyn Nets. So even mm-hmm. on a night tonight where Kevin Durant scores 39 points, um, the Celtics still really were kind of in control of that game, even with their star, Tatum, getting fouled out with, what, t- two and a half, three minutes to go yeah, in a five-point game. Nets were never able to get over the hump. They never got a lead. So uh, I, I, it I think not being swept would have made you feel better about it, but I don't think it changes the end result. Mets take the lead on an infield hit. Look at that. Arenado, one mistake, opened the gates. Yeah. Well, look, this is, the, you know, this is what you want for your team. You get a crack, mm-hmm. you exploit it, and that's exactly what the Mets have done. So great. I don't know why Dom Smith, was that Dom Smith? Who was that yes. running? Yeah. Why he's sliding into first base because that slows you down, but mm-hmm. it works out in the end. Yeah, he didn't want to get hit. <laughs> Probably that. We'll hear from Kyrie in a minute. Let's hear from the folks on the line. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go with Nick in the car. Nick, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. Great show as always. I appreciate you taking my call. Um, you know, I, I was thinking, and all I hear on, on the radio is, is who that who we're blaming for the, for the Nets losing like this. And then you you got Kyrie, you got Ben Simmons, you got Steve Nash. And I I think Sean Marks deserves a little bit of blame too because, and I'll tell you why, he did an unbelievable job and he deserves all the acolytes in the world for rebuilding this team literally from, from the ground up. He mm-hmm. restored this whole franchise. He brought in Kenny Atkinson and they ran this, they ran this team 
They got the culture back up and running just to put themselves in a position to get Durant and Kyrie. And, you know, obviously you go for the jugular and you get two guys like that. But to me, he also sold his soul to the devil. He made those two guys think that they're just going to run the show. He he, he pushed Kenny Atkinson out the door because they didn't want an actual coach. They wanted a puppet, and they got that with Steve Nash. So he went out and he got James Harden, probably because he couldn't rely on, on Kyrie. But Jared Allen and Karis LeVert would make leaps and bounds this team 20 times better if you had these two superstars in Durant and Irving plus Allen and LeVert and Joe and all these guys, the team would just be so much better. So in, in, in conclusion, I think that Sean Marks is being kind of escaped here without any blame and deserves a little bit of some, um, appreciate you guys taking the time and, uh, look forward to listening to the rest of the show. Have a great night. All right, Nick, thanks for checking in. Yeah. There's no question that, uh, Sean Marks deserves some of the blame and, what Nick is saying, Gordon, the Nets would have been a better team. Team. Now, talent-wise, scoring-wise, no, they wouldn't have been better. But they would have been a more balanced team. And, you know, but when you look at the league, that's, this is what the league is. Okay, it's a big two. It's a big three. If you want to win, you have to have two prime people or three prime people to win. It's really hard to do it otherwise. The Nets were on their way. And listen, he made a choice. To, he made a gamble to go course correction. These guys were available. Gordon, you have to have them. The only thing that he didn't do is to bring somebody in. Okay, even if you wanted to, which he couldn't do, but in hindsight, you bring in a coach, right? That's a real coach. But you have an assistant who's the player's guy. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? Mm-hmm. So this way, if the players have an issue, they go to the assistant and the assistant is their spokesman. And the assistant goes to the head coach and says, okay, this is what they, you know, can you do this, can you do that, as opposed to them just running things the way they are because now they're to blame, but they get to hide behind, you know, their coach. Yeah, well, look, I mean, everybody on the Nets deserves some part of it. Uh, It's just about how you put the hierarchy together. And when they went out and they brought in KD and Kyrie, I think it was with the understanding that those guys, if they were coming there, they were getting to call the shots. They were getting to call all the shots. So – uh, yeah, Sean Marks belongs on the list, but I think that the decision to bring in Kyrie and KD were above his pay grade. Uh, so whatever he had to do to bring those guys in, that was him just doing his job. And I, I think that while he can be on the list of, of people to blame, there's bigger targets. And the biggest ones are the two stars who told you even tonight they are running the show. So when we look at all the different things about why the Nets are in the position they are, Forget about even the players playing, right? Kyrie not playing for half the season. The coach being the punchline that he is. Why is that? Because that's what the Stars wanted. The James Harden deal, why was that? Because that's what the Stars wanted. When Harden wanted out, they had to make some sort of deal, so they made the deal for Ben Simmons. Another one. It's all because there's not the Stars are the ones running the show, so at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, they're the ones that get the blame. There's no question about it. Uh, speaking of one of those coaches, Kyrie Irving, are you going anywhere? Uh, in terms of my extension, man, I, I don't really plan on going anywhere. So, you know, this is, uh, like I said, this is added motivation for our franchise to be, um, at the top of the league, uh, for the next few years. And, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to the summer and just building with our guys here. Uh, but he's not done. 
Gordon, he oh says, you know what? There's some people that uh, might be a little happy about what's going on now. You know, now that the series is done and we can congratulate the Boston Celtics for, you know, doing what they came to do, you know, doing what they were supposed to do, just closing out very uh, mature and uh, doing all the little things. But, uh, yeah, just disappointment, sadness, but also uh, more importantly on the positive side is motivation. And, um, you know, it's just burning in my heart right now. You know, I know so many um, people wanted to see us fail at this juncture, you know, picked us as contenders and, um, you know, have so much to say at this point. So I'm just using using that as fuel for the summer and coming to the season, starting from October um, and, and just getting a good start as a team. And, you know, hopefully we don't run into any barriers um, and we could just start fresh and, uh, you know, be realistic with our own expectations. So what is he talking? <laughs> what planet is he on? You were the favorites to win it all. Well, people were, you know, picking us to be content. No, they picked you as the the, the favorites to yep. win the championship this year. That's right. They did. What? what they did. Does Kyrie ever? I mean, does he, where he lives? Does he have a mirror there ever? I mean, since he begged off of the Cavaliers after winning a title, mm-hmm. he got hurt in 2018, right? Uh, he only played the 20 games that year, right? I think, or no, was yeah. that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep track. I can tell you there hasn't been a whole bunch of a success. No, he got injured no. last year, and mm-hmm. they lost to the Bucks in the second round. He got injured in Boston. He got injured in Boston. Mm-hmm. 2020, they got bounced in the first round. He didn't play at all. They got swept by the Celtics this year. Is everything? Is anything ever on him? No, wow. it doesn't seem like it. It's crazy. It's it crazy. Is. We hear more from Kyrie in a second. Let's head back to the phones. Tim is in the Big Apple. What's up, Tim? Hello? Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, how you doing? So, listen, what people don't talk enough about in regards to LeBron James, um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, is coachability. Uh, If you're not coachable, you're not going to get to that next level. So that's why LeBron James hasn't um, beat Michael Jordan with championships. It's the reason why the Nets lost, because they're not coachable. Uh, It trickles down to the other players as well, because if you're not coachable and you're not respecting your coach, guess what? The other players aren't going to respect the coach, and they're not going to run the plays, and they're not going to perform well. So... Bad on dumb for not being coachable. All right, Tim, I hear what you're saying, and, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see, and I heard Richard Jefferson as part of the Yes Post game mention about um, LeBron James and how playing with him, playing with LeBron, as he did, and he qualified it by saying, I don't know, Kevin, except competing, you know, competing against him. But, Gordon, his point was that if you don't want to win, LeBron James doesn't want any part of you. He will leave the team <laughs> rather than to be with the guys who he feels don't want to win. And he says now Kevin Durant has got some decisions to make. He really agrees with what you've had to say uh, in that, and paraphrasing Richard Jefferson, in that, hey, listen, you know what? This is on your watch. Yep. You came here to try yep. to turn this team into a winner and have another ring. You wanted to prove that – Okay, you could come to a place and have a championship 
as opposed to going to Golden State where they were already at 71, 73 games when you got there. And yes, there's no question you added to them and you won some MVP. So nobody's saying that, you know, you weren't an asset to them. But here was your opportunity to almost like, you know, Gordon, build your team in your own image, what you want to do. And so now you're going to have to get some accountability with the players on this team. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Kevin Durant is an unbelievable player. I heard he silly is. things today about, oh, this game impacts his legacy. No, I mean, you can't, have, you can't have as much success as Durant has had, and your legacy gets impacted by a first-round playoff series. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work that way. But I will say part of his legacy is that he took the easiest path possible to a championship. And while he's an amazing player, boy, he's a really bad GM. He picked the wrong horse to, to tie himself up with, and it, the Nets are now tied up in knots with, the, with Kyrie Irving because I don't know, even next year, there, there'll always be something with Kyrie Irving. In the three years since he got here, Kyrie Irving, I figured it out, has played 103 games, mm. 103 regular season games mm. in three years. It's always something. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Here's what Kyrie had to say about his role and what happened. Mm. We all felt it. Um, I, I felt like I was letting the team down uh, at, a, at a point where I wasn't able to play. Um, you know, we were trying to exercise every option for me to play, but I, I never wanted to just be about me. And I think it, it became a distraction at times. And, um, you know, as you see, we just had some drastic changes. You know, we, we lost a um, franchise player. And uh, we got a franchise player back, but, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to, to see him on the floor. And um, there was no pressure for him either to step on the floor with us either. You know what I mean? Like Ben, Ben's good. We have been, we have his back. He's going to be good for next year. But now we just, we just turn the page and uh, look forward to what we're building as a franchise and, and really get tougher. Um. You think Ben Simmons is going to be here next year? <laughs> he felt know. like he was letting the team down. How come? How, why, why would you feel that way? Oh, maybe because you were completely letting the team down? He, in his mind, it's like he, he's almost convinced himself somehow he was powerless to this when it was his own doing. I mean, the, you know, you're, you have the choice to do whatever you want to do, but at the uh -huh. end of the day, your choices come with repercussions, and they had repercussions for him. Absolutely. Uh, one more from Kyrie on camaraderie. It's important when, um, you know, you can start as a team in October and and just really build a relationships outside of the game. So when you're on the floor, it's just it becomes a trust and a trusting environment. You know, when you're playing with so many new guys and, and you're trying to implement offense, defense day to day and drill it and. Um, you know, you got guys coming off injury and stuff like that. Just a realistic viewpoint of being in the NBA, things happen. So uh, I think, you know, when you're building camaraderie and, and, and you're building a, a franchise that you want to be successful uh, with and, um, you know, you really want to put your your stamp, your ego on us, you know, and, and, and you want to be uh, doing the same things that you would want to see from someone else, you know, on your team, that they have your back. You know, so I think those things matter, you know, starting in October. So 82 games and the playoffs, they definitely matter. Yeah, they mattered. And it would have been nice if the Nets had that camaraderie during the regular season, Gordon, because, you know, to to hear in the postseason, we don't have camaraderie. That's not the time to get it. 
<laughs> you get it. That's what the regular season's for, right? That's why you you play those 82 games. That's why there's such a, a you have to really be careful with load management and where you use it because you need to be able to have when you've got the the better teams on the floor, you got to play those games. Okay, you have to play in those games. I got it if you if the guys need a rest or you're trying to load manage or doing stuff like that. Okay, do it against the wor- the worst teams. Don't do it against the class teams, Gordon, because that's how you get measured. That's how you measure yourself. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm taking any tips from Kyrie Irving on how to build a franchise. Uh, I think I think actually I, I would I would ask his opinion and then whatever he said I would do the opposite. You might be right. Sam's in Rockland. Hey Sam, you're next on ninety eight seven. There you go. Hey guys, um, I think a mature discussion needs to be had regarding this Nets team and their defensive woes. I mean, it was pretty pathetic, but it, then again, you're playing against two prime players in their prime, Tatum and Brown, and KD and Kyrie, they're not in their prime anymore. They can go for 40, they can go for 30, but these guys like Tatum, they can score on will, and that just goes to show you what the NBA is. Uh, I think the young players like Tatum and Jalen Brown no matter what Nets team they had configured, even with Joe Harris and, you know, all those, that center from Cleveland now, um, didn't, it wouldn't have mattered. You guys, the Celtics are a better configured team, and that goes to show who is running that team. Uh, Brad Stevens, they've maybe put a little bit more effort in getting the players that can shoot a three versus someone like Dragic, who came into the game, didn't play defense, and didn't really put put a good offensive showing either. So better put team is the Celtics. They would have won in six, seven games. They would have won against in the semifinals. They would have won overall. It wouldn't have mattered, and the Nets need to look for in the future. I would say it's a crazy thought. Send KD to Houston. Get the number one pick. Um, let him go home. You know, that's my You're right. That is a crazy thought, Sam. And yeah, that's not you happening. Know the first not happening. Thank, thanks yeah. for the phone call. That, I think Dragic actually played. I thought Dragic played was one well. Of the better, he yeah, I he was one of the better players tonight. I, he was. He was only problem. one of the two players that had the plus minus on the plus right. side for them. Yeah. All right. And, and here's the thing I will say to you. Yes, they were a better team. There's no question about that. But remember, this is a Boston Celtic team that has disappeared for the past couple seasons. Mm-hmm. All right. This was a team that that constantly battled LeBron. You know, when he was here in Cleveland for the couple of years that he was here for the Eastern Conference uh, championship, all right? And then after that, they've had issues. You know, they had the issue with Kyrie being up there. They had the issue. There was a period of time where Tatum and Brown, they thought people thought they couldn't play together. They were looking. They were trying to figure out some things. Uh, and it wasn't until this – it wasn't until the All-Star break that this – Boston team turned things around. So, listen, give them credit for what they did. They had a great defensive game plan. There's no question about it. Uh, what they were able to do, they used the fact that, you know, uh, Nash shortened his bench and that for them, for the Nets to get to the play-in, they had to play their guys 40-plus minutes a night, and those guys were exhausted. There's no question about it. They were exhausted. Not an excuse. It's a fact. But, uh, you know, there's – for Kevin Durant, who I feel is one of the most efficient scorers in the NBA, to have the season, to have the playoffs that he had, that's all defense from Boston. Do, do the Nets need to reevaluate their team? Yeah, they do. There's no question about it. When you get swept like this, yeah, you got to reevaluate your team. But 
they weren't that much better than the Nets, Gordon, going into this series. They weren't that much better. No, they, I mean, this was supposed to be a close series. Uh, it was supposed to be back. Now, I mean, it, I don't think it's that great of a shock that the Celtics won. They were the two seed. The Nets were coming out of the play-in, so that's not that. But the way that they were able to just uh, expose the Nets in, in various areas in this series, what they were able to do to Kevin Durant – and, and you look, when the Nets signed Kevin Durant, remember, he sat out that first year coming back from the Achilles injury. Maybe he's just not the same guy, and maybe he's just not going to be able to stay healthy mm-hmm. the way he was before that injury. We've had now two years where his injuries have kind of caught up with him at the end, and especially right. this year. The reason why they were in the play-in was because Kyrie, uh, because uh, KD went down. Yeah. And then they were forced to play him all these minutes uh, down the stretch and into the play-in and into the playoffs. So uh, maybe – it's not a surprise. Uh, look, the Celtics' defense on him was great. Maybe not every team can do that to him. But it was glaring how in this series, Kevin Durant did not look like Kevin Durant. Not at all. Not till tonight. Not Michael's tonight. in Jackson. Michael, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Michael. Uh, uh, you yeah, hear Michael. me? Yeah, we got you. Um, hi, I have a question about the next. Um, How in the world when... KD, after he goes 6 for 11, he goes into the locker room and he sees Ben Simmons, a clown. How, how does he not punch him in the face? Like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing? Dressing up and we're losing, getting swept and killed? Because uh, he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't at the game. No, he wasn't the there, Mike. That, that's, that, that's, that's how not, it was. Not this game. Yeah, so that's not how he handled game. it. Right. Yeah. No, he wasn't there. So, that's, that, so it was easy. <laughs> it was easy not to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel was in Flushing. What's up, Manny? Hey guys, it's been a while. I miss you. I miss talking to y'all. Um, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. great. Anyway, going great. Doing good. 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 Listen, man. I, I was I was actually happy that the next guy eliminated. And uh, piggyback with the caller said the previous caller before. I think yeah, you got to put the blame on Sean Marks. I think this is year three of this Kyrie. KD experiment, I hate to say it, this has been, quote-unquote, a failure, to be honest with you. I mean, I guess I get it, you know, the first year, Kyrie played 20 games, KD missed um, this whole season, got Achilles, but think of year two. They hired Steve Nash, which most people knew that he wasn't qualified to coach yet, yet they got, and then they had James Harden, um, while despite the fact that Kyrie had distractions, KD got hurt. They managed to reach the second round and lost to to the, the eventual Trevor Bucks. This year, you know, it's been a lot of distractions. Kyrie served of COVID. It's been a rough year for him, Manny. Sorry, I'm up against the clock. I got to bounce. There's a lot of excuses, but they could have done better. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Let's go to Keith in the Bronx. Keith, you're next on 98.7. Thanks for taking my call. Um, first of all, let me, let me premise by saying I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm no LeBron apologist in any way. But the fact that just seeing how KD has struggled in these playoffs, that and compare that to with LeBron going to nine Eastern Conference Finals, sometimes you know dragging along Matthew Delanova with him, it just really shows how much better LeBron is than KD ever will be. And I'm, I'm really, you know, tired of the LeBron versus KD debate because, you know, KD just showed he's not – he ain't LeBron. And he never will be. All right, Keith. Thanks for the phone yeah. call. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, no. I, I don't really know that there's much of a KD versus really <laughs> LeBron debate. Is there this no, debate that's going on? Really. I'm not aware of, Larry. No, not really. Okay, all right. Good. He's considered to be right now KD because of his age, a little younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his efficiency in scoring, he is looked to be the better player as of right now. Yeah, but but not overall. But in terms of their careers, no. no I don't yeah, think I mean, no. Nobody's talking about that. He's. <laughs> Uh, LeBron's still chasing that Michael Jordan shadow. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's still doing. Wow. And he'll never catch it. No, <laughs> he will not. No, he, he will won't. not catch it. Edgar's in the Bronx. Hey, Edgar, you're next on 98.7. Edgar. Um, What's up, hello? Edgar? Yeah, we got yeah, you. Yeah, how you doing? How are you doing, guys? Um, I saw this on Kyrie, and, and you hit it on the head, Larry, a little while ago. This is not about being a voice for the voiceless, like he said he was. It was about load management. He's injury-prone. He doesn't want to go to the ground of 81-game season. And, two, I do feel, even though he, did, he just heard that, oh, he's coming back, well, he better not get vaccinated because if he gets vaccinated and decides to opt in for next year for his $37 million, mm. the team, the, the fans are going to go ballistic. Because look what happened this past season. He didn't want to play. Harden had enough. He's gone. And now all of a sudden, you want to opt in and then get vaccinated when you, you could have gotten vaccinated back from the get-go and we could have the Nets could have probably gone to the finals. And, and, and if he doesn't get vaccinated, he's out anyway. If he does get vaccinated and he does out, he's going he's gonna to get out of here. He's out of Brooklyn. No way, because remember, he said the same thing in Boston. Oh, I'm going to stay here forever. I'm going to forever. I'm going to stay here for all the years to come. And what happened? He left. Boston. So I've already heard this too. Kyrie is done to me. He's done in Brooklyn. Thanks, Josh. All right, Edgar. I think that's wishful thinking, Edgar. I think that he's is not going wishful. Anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Who KD, else is giving him thirty-seven million dollars next year? No. And KD will like KD wants him. I mean that that is baffling to me. KD wants him there. I, that one is baffling. Maybe it's just the, the he has no better options and he's kind of made his bed and he's got to lie in it now. Like how how you at this point can't be looking at it like we had this 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 opportunity here and it's been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it was almost destroyed single handedly by the guy you chose to be your running mate. Wow, yeah. that is it is. He's crazy. a very forgiving person. He's far more he forgiving is. than I am, Larry. I'll tell you that right now. Wow. <laughs> that would take me a while to get over that one. There's no doubt about that. John's from the island of Staten. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, John. Hey, good evening, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was at the game today. Um, it felt like every time the Nets were pulling close, the Celtics were just yep. like taking your hearts out. Absolutely. It was like an offensive rebound. It was a putback. It was like an open three-pointer by Horford. It was just like heartbreaking every single time we would fight back and then they would hit a shot or get a rebound and it was just very uh defeating. Um we were outmatched size wise, we were out rebound the whole series. Um our boy Claxton, as much as I love his energy and his rebounding and, and, and his effort, he missed ten free throws, which was atrocious, you know. And um going forward, I think the team needs to be a little bit more balanced. I think the team needs to realize that uh, Sean Marks needs to realize that the team needs some defense. The team needs some gritty players and, and things like that. I hope they bring back Brown. I think he's a good fit for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Joe Harris runs back a little healthier. We can get that three-pointer shooting again. I like Curry. Curry, I thought, played well for us. Um, and just going forward, I just hope that, you know, we can, the Nets could build. Um, and again, it, it's disappointing, but I mean, what can you do but move forward? Thank you guys for taking my phone call. Hi, John. Thanks for the phone call. 
He's taking this really well as a net for him. You get swept like that, and he's just very calm, just going through it, Gordon. It, it, if that was my team, I'd be livid right now. Livid. Yeah, and he's saying livid. that uh, Sean Marks has to do this and do that. No, 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 no. It's not Sean Marks. Sean Marks is not the one who's, who's drawn up the plans. Yep. No question about it. He might carry out the plans, but he's not. He's not drawing them up. You know, like when when my family and I and the weekend we go places, mm-hmm. I might execute the car. You know, I yeah. might execute where we're going, but I yep. didn't make those plans. I can tell you that, Larry. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I know what you mean. Don't blame me that we're here. That's right. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, they can't. No, they know. They're not blaming you. They know. Oh, no. Sometimes they're blaming me. <laughs> Dad, why are we? Don't look at me. Don't look. I'm along for the ride as much as you are, guys. <laughs> Peter's in Brooklyn. Hey, Peter, you're next on 98.7. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, So my thing is, is you know, I think, I think Brooklyn, obviously, I think I – personally think they gave too much away to get James Harden, but obviously you have to do what you have to do to get a superstar player. But, you know, it showed that it, it showed that they shouldn't have gave away the Jared Allen. They shouldn't have gave away the interior, you know, presence that could have probably helped and the balance. But I, I also feel like Kevin Durant is playing a lot of OKC ball. He's playing a lot of ISO ball. He's playing, and he just has a more efficient score in Kyrie Irving than he did it with Russell Westbrook. I just personally think, you know, you do need a playmaker to play with Kyrie or to play with KD. Hence why Kyrie played so well with LeBron and KD played so well with the system that he was in in, in Golden State. But I just personally think, um, I mean, maybe they need a coaching change. They obviously need to, to change their personnel. I don't think you go into the, to the next season thinking that, you know, you're, you're going to go in with the same team and, and get different results. I mean, I think Ben Simmons does help a little bit, but that's also a case that you don't know where that's going to lead to. You don't know if he takes what, what's gone on now personally. You but, know, um, Peter, it, it, you know, Peter it, it's really strange, and thanks for the phone call, is that in theory, and, and here's what fans do a lot, and I understand it, and sometimes we get caught up in it too, Gordon. We look at the we look at how we see players on other teams and how they perform and think that when they come to our team, they're gonna be the same way. And it doesn't always work out that way. I don't know if you're ever going to see Ben Simmons play the way he played the years he had success in Philadelphia. I don't know that. You're looking at a back injury now? I don't know. Gordon, I'm not sure he even wants to play anymore. And if he does, if he does, how healthy is he going to be? We're talking a back. The man had a herniated disc. The only thing I see is him. I see Larry Bird lying on his stomach on the the sidelines of Boston Garden. And Gordon, as for you, Don Mattingly. Okay? I'm telling you, if he has a back injury, how, how available do you think he's going to be? I don't think you can ever rely on him. I mean, I think he has shown you in the, the last calendar year all you need to know. Uh, and maybe the Nets kind of knew that, and it was a deal with the devil. They had to get Harden out of here because he was quitting on them, so they took a shot. It failed. They, they, it was a complete failure, and now it's about getting whatever you can for him. I don't think you can rely on him. I think you have to trade him someplace that he wants to go and get him out of here and hope that whatever you can get back is of some value because what he gave you was zero.
there's no, you can't do any worse, right? You can't. You can't. I mean, just the whole – and then today, to hear – what was it? Now the mental anguish is back? I mean – We didn't hear anything about mental anguish. And I'm not saying – once again, I'm not saying he doesn't have it. It's not what I'm saying. Because there's too many people that suffer from that, Gordon, and we've heard a I lot gotcha. of athletes talk about it. So I'm not saying he's not suffering with it. But – so the mental anguish was because since he came back today – because you thought he was going to play today? So that's why it came back? If that's the case, then he needs a lot more work All right, with his therapist to make sure that he needs, to, as I mentioned, to see if he even can play. I don't even know if he can play, not only physically but mentally. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the Nets were, were trying to do the right thing by the guy. I agree. And they, gave him, they did everything that they possibly could, and the guy never played for them. And, and led them to believe that he was going to be able to play at some point. They just kept pushing it back and pushing it yep. back and hoping and praying. I, I just don't and – I, and I agree with you. If it's something that he's dealing with, okay, fine. But from an organizational standpoint, he is unreliable. I cannot yep. rely on him, and especially when I already have somebody in Kyrie Irving who's also completely unreliable. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the Scylla and the Charybdis here of, uh, of of basketball problems between the two of them. It's it's a tough spot to be in. Oof, you know, you can't go, well, you go this way, go that way. In. It's possible. What do you do? What do you do? This is ESPN New York tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Just a couple of uh, Buck Walter comments. Gordon, I'm almost afraid to hear what he might have to say about Jacob DeGrom. I heard one thing that has me very nervous. What's that? He said he mentioned the general manager's name. Yeah, I, I think we're going to get an update. at some, Now, it might happen after we're off the air. We only have another half hour or so. But that can't fill you with a good feeling that no. they've gone back and forth of whether or not they're going to give you an update tonight, and now it's going to be up to the GM to do so. I mean, look, we're just we're playing doctor on the radio, just trying to yep. – maybe it'll be good news. Who knows? But it just seems a little strange. Okay, let, let, let's, let's, let's go to the question that Buck was answered about the DeGrom. No, Billy's going to update everybody. They're still gathering the information and everything. There's nothing – I mean, I just talked to Billy. He said, hey, we haven't got it all yet. It's nothing that I've seen. And how cute that dog is. Um, not that probably be tomorrow, you think? I think so. Billy, Billy said he's gathering that thing to let everybody know where we are with it, but nothing that... Uh, what was the holdup? I think up? that was... Sorry, what, what was the holdup? I'm, I'm just getting it read and getting those results. Doctors. Not the weekend anymore. I don't know. Doctors. I don't know. I nobody. I, if I knew something, there, there's no nothing. Nothing. I haven't heard one negative thing about anything Jake's been doing, and I, and I hope it continues that way. I'm very nervous, Gordon. I'm very nervous. Yeah, I mean, you would think if it's all clear, it would be like, hey, it's all clear, right? Yeah. Like if you have to get details, but maybe it's just they're they're being thorough. Let's hope for the best. Let's yes, the thank best. you. That that would be nice. All right, uh, Sopranos music, gentlemen. And Gordon, we're going to try again. Now we've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, this is day number out. seven. Yeah, it's, it seems longer. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Maybe because for two years we've been trying. To beat right, the we've soprano. we've kind of batted it around on our own, but now putting it to the people. Um, yep. Now I don't know whose turn. Has Jacob had a turn? 
He did coffee, right? Yes. Yeah, that did not come. That did not uh, really come all that close. Did not do well. M- huh? Much like the Nets, there was never a moment where you thought that coffee had a chance to win. Wow. So mm. we've we've gone through massages. Yep. Puppies. Yes. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Pizza. Thanksgiving which I, which, dinner which, and coffee. Which, a lot of food products there. Which I'm shocked. Yeah. No. None of them. I mean, pizza came close. I, I I think it did a good job with that one. If 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 you don't mind, I would uh, I'd like another uh, chance uh, at this. Go ahead. I think Absolutely. I might have one. All right. Let's hear it. Summertime. Oh. Summertime. Okay. Kids are off. Yep. Oh, that well. That might that uh-oh. might be a, that might be a negative for some. <laughs> might be a positive for some of the younger listeners. Uh huh. But you know, you get the good weather. Yep. You got some winning baseball. Yankees, Hopefully. Mets. Mm-hmm. You're looking ahead to the football, and with the teams we have in this town, the summertime you still have some hope. That's right. Summertime you get NBA free agency. Mm-hmm. Get outside, cookout, barbecue, barbecue. Mm-hmm. little drink, little beach little fun. I, absolutely, I mean, what's not to like about the summertime? Uh, I think that. I think that. You're on you the think road. Think it's it? I think that's it. All right. Well, well, well. As they say, oh, run it up man. the pole. Yeah. And see how we do tomorrow. Yeah. The voting is now open. Sopranos challenged the quest to find anything better than the Sopranos. Our audience loves the Sopranos, even though it's been yes. off the air for as long as it has been. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They, they don't care. That that brand is strong, people. It wow, is. that is a strong brand. So they've done a um, nice job. Yeah. So you can vote now on Twitter at Gordon Damer, and everybody on the show will will retweet on their account. So please vote or, or early and often, as they say. Yeah, I've done that at Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM. Your chance to vote, and, and do you think summertime, do you love summertime more than The Sopranos? Ooh. Let's go back to the phones. Reggie's in the car. What's up, Reg? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? We're good. Now, I, I, I'm a little happy. I am. Because I'm a Knicks fan, a suffering Knicks fan. And, um, you know, I'm not rooting for Boston because, you know, anything out of Boston, I'm, I'm, I, I automatically dislike. Um, so the Nets going home, getting swept, I love it. Because if the Knicks had the same team and we lost in the first round, it would be like the end of the world. Oh, Dolan is spending his money wrong. World Wide West doesn't know what he's doing. My issue is the excuses that people are coming up for the Nets for taking his L. The Nets knew what they were getting when they got Kyrie Irving. This Absolutely. man has been in the league 11 years. Absolutely. He has not played a full NBA season in 11 years. I don't even think he played a full season at Duke in his, <laughs> no, in his one year. Mm. All right, so pre-pandemic, he was not playing. So he decides to not take the shot. I agree, you know, with you guys. With You know, Harden probably was like, listen, I didn't come here for this. I didn't come here to carry this team. I got Durant hurt. You not playing. I'm not doing it. I didn't come here to do what I did in Houston. I'm not doing that. That's why I'm here, so I could take some of that off of me. But all the excuses about Durant and, you know, I heard Anita Marks earlier, oh, I'm not going to put this on him. It's all on Kyrie because he didn't get the shot. I don't want to hear that. Again, oh, no. if this it's on, was the It's Knicks, on KD, too. Absolutely it's on KD. Yeah, no, it's on. My, my thing was when he went to the – when he was up 3-2 to two on Golden State, him and Westbrook found a way to choke, Okay. You got Kyrie Irving, and y'all couldn't get one win. If I'm correct, they played the Celtics, I think, eight times this year. I guess nine, counting this last game. They've won one game out of that nine. So, clearly, the Celtics have your number. But, again, 
y'all all going to share that blame. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steve Nash, I don't know what he's doing. Um, but, again, I'm a Knicks fan. I know I shouldn't be too happy because my Knicks are not good. But I'm just imagining, you know, you know, I and, and I get why Durant, I think why they chose the Nets, knowing that no matter what the Nets do in this city, it will not be with the Knicks. If, if the Nets won four chips in five years, it still will not equate to one championship that the Knicks would get because they will always be the second team. So it's the Nets. Who cares, right? But you're in New York. You're not in OKC. You won't be hiding. Y'all got what y'all got. Y'all, y'all got your behind handed to you. Um, and now I feel even better that my Knicks didn't get those players because if we if this could have been the same result and it mm. could have been worse. So, you know, um, maybe next year if Ben Simmons decides to play, I know, who knows? Um, if he don't got no jump shot, it still ain't going to matter. I mean, <laughs> it don't matter to me. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm satisfied. And I'll just look forward to my Yankee season. Well, see, look, <laughs> Re- the only problem I have with Reggie is Reggie right, is Reggie, a Knicks fan. You have to decide, do the Nets not matter or do the Nets matter? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, oh, the Nets don't matter. I'm a Knicks fan. But then when the Nets lose, you're taking great glee in it. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick a side. Either they don't matter to you, you're rooting for your own team, or they do matter, and when they lose, then it's a rivalry. And I think the Nets would rather have that. When they lose, Nick fans are all fired up about it. Yeah. But that, that's a sign of a rivalry. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. <laughs> 